Okay. All right, so first of all, a big shkayach to uh, review the words. Oh, there he is. Shkayach for opening your home. You know, it should be... First of many, many, many occasions that we had. We had Neshe here, Neshe she here, and now for the men. So, Michael Echoyal. Only to see good things, bracha and shefa bracha v'atzlach in the house, nachas and simcha and bracha with the children. I believe I All right, so what to talk about? So, l'maisa, we know that there is, uh, as the flyer indicated, there's two big big tzaddikim that uh, the suda that we're having is a corner of their yard sites, Maron Rabbeinu Arashash or Shon Shirabi. And the Rayats, the Friedrich Rebbe Lubavitch. We know that Yudshvat, Yudshvat is significant. It's the Yarts of the Rashash, the Yarts of the Friedrich Rebbe, and it's also the day where the seventh, the final Lubavitch Rebbe became, uh, became a Nasi. So, if Bashkoch HaPratis had worked out in such a way that such two lights, Mamish, uh, the Rashash, and the Friedrich Rebbe, and the, the final Rebbe should all come together sort of on Yudshvat, so it must be that there's a deepest kashas between those, those Nishamas. So let me talk a, lot, a little bit about, for a few minutes, about the Rashash in, in, in a way of Chabad, in a Chabadic way. And then we'll see Bez Hashem, again, in our Madrega, to be Makash ourselves. The, the point of all this learning and the, and the Shmuzing is just to be Makash ourselves to the Zadikim. Because the truth is, any level of Iskashras that a person has to Zadikiyamis is, you know, worth more than a thousand words. So all the words that we're saying, won't be a thousand, but whatever the words that we're going to say, the Tachlis is really to be Makash ourselves. Right, so the Rashash is one of those tzaddikim that, unless you know, unless you're, unless you've been chosen in Hashemayim and blessed in Hashemayim to be aware of of that even that name Rashash. If if you're not blessed like that, then you don't then you don't feel like you have a shaykhus at all. And even those that have heard the Rashash and, and have heard that name, but really, I mean, to be to be of those that can claim. To understand the Tars the Rashash, to connect the Tars the Rashash, it's uh, you know Ashrehem, Ashrechalkam, but it's very hard to claim to be one of those people. So, so what are we doing here? You know, so how do, how do we do it? So let me explain a little bit again, just to try to as a little, create like a little bit of a pesach into what what that light of the Rashash, at least personally, what it, what it, what I think it, it means for all of us. And by doing so, we'll see a very strong connection between the Rashash and the Rayats and, and Chasidis Pachlal. But let's begin like this. You know, there's a sefer we have from the Chidah. The Chidah wrote many svarim. One, one of the most fascinating svarim we have from him is the Shem HaGadayla. It's a two-volume set where he went through just basically short biographical sketches of all the tzaddikim, going back to Chazal, all the way to his time. And so the Chidah was a Talmud of the Rashash. Okay, now we know that um, in the Svardisha world, again, well, I'll speak about a little bit who the Rashash was in a moment, but by the Svardim, the Rashash is Mamish Kaidash Akadshim. Kaidash Akadshim, you can't even ask it. The Rashash is Mamish untouchable. Kaidash Akadshim. And that's true for people that never saw the Rashash and never met the Rashash. The Talmidim of the Rashash saw Mamish, as we'll see in a second, Mamish, Kilu Darizal himself. So the Chidah, who's a Talmud of the Rashash, who writes a biographical sketch of Moron, of his Rebbe, the Rashash. So you can only imagine what type of great things he would say about his Rebbe, the Rashash, and the Shem HaGadayim. So let's, let's see a few lines of what he says about the Rashash. And I, I personally think it's a little bit surprising what he says and what he doesn't say. He says as follows. 
It's in letter Shin. It goes in, you know, uh, alphabetical order. So he says, Mareinu Rav Shalom Sharavi. Okay. And who is this person? Echa Kaddish B'dareinu. So he's a holy Jew in our generation. Mekubal Mufla, a wondrous Mekubal. Okay, so far. And what, uh, what can we say about him? The first line, what can we say about how great of a Mekubal he was? Ukemat Ha'ilay Sefer Eitzchayim. Shrak Domus Rabbeinu Harizal Zatzal. It, it, all, it, almost, you can say that Kemat, Kemat, the Sefer of the Eitzchayim, which is the main Sefer of the Arizal, that he, that he knew it al that he knew the, the Sefer Eitzchayim bal Kemat, Kemat, almost, almost bal Ubaki Bakdamis Albin Tchunasim, and he's real Bucky in the Kisveri. So he says about the Rashash, okay? And he goes on to say, Ubaroiv Bikiyus of and because he was such an expert, so these are his accomplishments. Himid Kavanas Ariz al Burian Kisidram Vilchasin, as we'll speak about in a moment, he organized the Kisviari Halachilamaisa to clarify the, the, pro, the, act, the actual applications of the Kisviari in terms of Kavanas and Davening and Mitzvahs, what to think, different divine names, and the entire system of the Arizal sort of put into action and clarified La Halacha. That's what the Rizal, that's what the Rashash, the Rashash did. Okay. And the ends off, the Rashash had all the Kavanas, he dabbled with Kavanas, okay? And you should know about the Rashash, that every night after Tikin Chatzais, as it's organized by the Arizal, which includes two parts, Tikin Rachel and Tikin Leia. If you ever look in, in Tikin Chatzais, there's certain Kapitlach to say at midnight. Some Kapitlach are called Tikin Rachel, and some Kapitlach are called Tikin Leia. Why is not for now? So said the, the, the Chidah about his Rebbe, the, the Rashash, that after Tikkun Chatzois, when he went through Tikkun Rachel and Tikkun Leia, he, he was he had, he other he, he thought of Shemus Akdashim, he made unifications. Okay. Adkam, that's what he says. This is a Pella. From beginning to end, this is a Pella. Why? Listen, everything he said about the Rashash is bigger than any of us. That Kimati Nuwolf Kisaribal Peh. Skivaldic. That he that uh, that he was mechavin all kavanas is unbelievable. That after tikkun chatzais he was miyached yichudim. Okay, but th- th- that's all you have to say about the rashash. The rashash is our oilam. Is uh, rashash is is a tana. That kimati nu balpeh. Okay, there's many. T- if, if you have a good head, you can know balpeh. Even in this generation, there are tzaddik and there probably no kisviari balpeh. So that's what you have to say about the Rashash. And even that, he says, Kimat. Kimat, almost, almost, Palpeh. That's what you have to say about your Rebbe. And what's this Indian that, that he was Miachid Yechudim after Tikkun Rachel and Tikkun Leah? Like, it's a random. The, the Ramchal writes in one of his Svarim that he was Zaychad his Madragas because he, he was Miachid Yechudim every 15 minutes throughout the day. Okay? So that's a Gavaldi Gazach. And the, and the, the Rashash was Miachid Yechudim after Tikkun Hatzayis. Something, something's going on over here. The Chidah is, is being Megala Tefach. He's revealing a Tefach. And he's being Mechas al Paim and He's hiding 2,000 Amas. There's something, there's something going on over here. Okay. Another thing to think about when it comes to the Rashash. There's a Maisa, they say. One of the, he had many Talmidim, but unanimously it was, it was understood that the greatest of all Talmidim of the Rashash was no question the Tars Chacham, Chaim de la Rosa. So the Maisa, it's part of a longer story, but this part of the Maisa is that the Rashash and Teres Chacham both came into Beis Medish one day, and they were both, like, you know, different doors, whatever it is, different entrances, and they met each other, and they were both mamas shining, their faces were shining. They had a very interesting relationship. It was Rabbi Talmud, but it was, 
you can't say Talmud Chavar, but they, they had a very, they were almost, in a certain sense, they spoke to each other in that way of colleagues, almost. So they both faces are shining, and each one said that the reason why they were shining, they asked each other why, and they said because they had a certain gilui the last night about who, what their neshama was. And this, this part of the story that we'll say, that we'll talk about, is that the Rashash said, that it was in the skull to me, that part, at least part of my neshama, and nitzis of my neshama, is coming from Chizkiyo HaMelech. From King Chizkiyo. Chizkiyo HaMelech. Now we know that Chizkiyo HaMelech, as I'll say, that the Rabbanu Shalom wanted Chizkiyo to be Mashiach, and Sancheirev, the king of Asher, that he had a conflict with, that he, that he, that he was victorious over, Menashemayim, would have been Gaigumagag. So why didn't it work out? So Chazal say because because um, because Chizkiyo Hamelch didn't sing Shira. That was his, that was the the chesaron that he had. He didn't sing Shira, so it must be. If that was the chesaron of Chizkiyo Hamelch in his first lifetime that he didn't sing songs to Hashem, and now his Hashem is coming back down in the Rashash, so it must be that the avoid of the Rashash is to be masak in that Indian of the lacking of song of Chizkiyo Hamelch. So you would think that from the Rashash we have a lot of nigunim. I don't maybe this right. I don't know. I don't. I'm not aware of nigunim from the Rashash. So the question is, how in the, in the Avayda the Rashash, in his, in his unbelievable tikkunim that he brought to the world, how is that somehow filling the gap of Chizkiyo HaMelech in terms of singing Shira? Okay, so those are the, the, a few things to think about. Alright, so it's like this. You know, I, I, I mentioned this idea a number of times. We talk about this more Barichas Shavuos night. There is an idea that we've, it's rooted in the Kisri, although it's not mentioned, but Mufurish there. But it's talked about specifically in the in the of Breslov, is that the neshama of Meishar Benu is destined to be the neshama through which Elokus comes to the world. The knowledge of God, the ability to attach ourselves to God, it's all Nishmas Meishar. And Nishmas Meishar, the Kabbalah is, comes down to the, every single Jew has a spark of Meishar Benu, but Iker Iker, Meishar Benu comes back to the world in five different Gugul, in five different incarnations, five different reincarnations. It's rooted in the Kisveri and Sharak Domas. And who are these five, as they call it in Brest, of Yechidi Hadaris, the unique ones of the generations, the five Yechidi Hadaris? So, again, the first, the first few is the Dover Muskim for sure. The last couple is already, uh, you know, you could debate it if you're, if you're interested in debating. So, Moshe, okay, that's the first time. Then you have Reb Shem Barichoy, the Rashbi. Arizal, that's for sure. Baal Shem, Rabbi Nachman. Okay. Doesn't mean that there's not other tzaddikim. These neshamas are the kalim through which Elokus is manifest in the world. The glaring, the glaring uh, uh, missing person in that, no matter what the Messiah is, the Rashash. How could it be the Rashash? The Rashash is the one that gives us kavanas. He gives us everything. Every makubal that's worth his salt these days is only worth anything if he knows Rashash. How could it be such a thing that the Rashash is not part of the Yechidi Adars? So the answer is the Rashash is not in, in, the Rashash should not be seen as just another person in that Shalshalas. The tradition we have is the following. When the Arizal was being Nifter, I've mentioned this before, when the Arizal was being Nifter, so it's it's questionable whether Rukhan Vital was there. It seems that he wasn't. It's a Pella, but that the Talmudim were around the Rukhan the Arizal and he, and the and they asked him, Rabbi, you're leaving us. Uh, we, we don't understand what you've been saying. The Sugis are not done. How how what's gonna be with us? So the Rizal said, what, yeah, you know, I'm going to finish what I started. By one way or another, this Galia, Biskasia, in a hidden way or a revealed way, I'm going to come back and finish teaching you what I started. So he's, he's going to come back. The tradition amongst the Svardisha Mkubalim, and this is something that we'll see by the Chassidim, it's also Dover Muskam, is that the Rizal himself came back as the Rashash. 
Rashash was not another member of the Yechidi Hadaris. The Rashash was a reemergence of the Riyakadish himself. What the Rizal began, the Rashash completed. There's a Maisa they say from the Imre Yosef from Spink, they have a tradition. I think maybe it was the Imre Yosef himself, I don't remember where I saw the, where, when I saw it, but that the, one of the Tzaddikim of, of the Chassidim, he had a dream, and in his dream, he saw the Baditchever. The Baditchever was like pacing, running back and forth, and he had holding a sitter of the Arizal, a sitter Ari. And the Baditchever saw this Tzaddik that was asleep, that was in his dream, so the Baditchever locked eyes with him, and he said, you know, let me ask you a kasha, okay? What are the kavanas for Mogin Ovis? When you say, um, at, by Friday night, after Shmanesri, so there's Mogin Ovis, right? So what's the kavanas over there? So the Tzaddik said, he, he quoted him what it says in Shar Kavanas, the kavanas over there. And uh, the Bredishver said, that's not what it says in, in the Siddhari. Barizal says differently. So he says, let me see. So the Bredishver showed him from the Siddhar. And he says, I don't understand this. Bredishver said, I'll tell you, the Pshad is, the Rizal changed, the Rizal was Chayzer. The Rizal was Chayzer. The Rizal uh, changed the Kavanas. Changed the Kavanas. He woke up. Now, years and years later, this was recorded, years and years later, the, this, this, this Durm and this Durm of the Rashash did not make its way to Europe until much later. Until much later. This tzaddik who had that dream did not heard the rashash, never saw the Siddur of the rashash. Years later, he got his hands. I think it was Imri Yosef. Got his hands on the Siddur of rashash, and he sees by Moginavis that it's not what it says in the Pashat Kavanas of the Rizal. And it, it was those Kavanas that he saw in a dream from the Redditchiver. And The Redditchiver was telling him that Rizal was chayzer. The Rizal changed it. Rizal changed it a little bit. That was the rashash. So the the, the Rizal. What the Rizal began, the Rashash completes. He's not one of the, he's not another Giloy. It is the Giloy of the Arizal in a more completed form, completed version. There's something an amazing thing, by the way, and this is gonna be important to Kuda. Again, these are just puzzle pieces before I explain. There's something amazing that's in common amongst all the Yechid Hadaris, except for the Rashash, which is that all of them, some of them did not make it to Eretz Yisrael, namely Moshe Rabbeinu himself. But none of the Yechidi Adarit, well, Shantav also, but none of the Yechidi Adarit made it to Yerushalayim. Mm-hmm. There's a famous thing that, we, you know, in Eretz, in Eretz Yisrael, in the north, we know a lot of Kvarim, right? Everywhere you go, there's like a random Kvar, you know. Ha, why is that? Because Arizal was in the north of Eretz Yisrael, and wherever he went, he told us, tell me them, over here is Ravuna, you know. That, that's, uh, he was able to do that, that's why we know the Kvarim. Now, the, my, the tradition is that in Yerushalayim also, we know a lot of random Kvarim. How? Also from Ari. The Arizal made a trip down to, down to Yerushalayim, but he knew Menashemayim, he wasn't allowed to enter into the city itself. So he stood outside the city, and Al-Pirach HaKadosh, he told his Talmidim, in this and this street, in that corner, that's where this person is buried. At this and this place, that person is buried. The reason knew he couldn't enter Yerushalayim. So, Moshe Rabbeinu not, Rashbi was not, the Iker Gil of Tars Rashbi was in the north of Eretz Yisrael, that Rizal's in the north, Baal Shem didn't make it, Rabbi Nachman was in Eretz Yisrael, not Yerushalayim. The Rashash is based Medrash, Betel was in Yerushalayim Yerushalayim. So, so there's something unique in the Rashash, not only, so again, in other words, we're beginning to get a little bit of a picture of, uh, again, a little bit. The Rashash is an Indian of finishing, of being mashlim, what the Arizal began, and somehow that has to be connected with the fact that it's in Yerushalayim. That it's in Yerushalayim. The Arizal was not able to enter into the city of Yerushalayim. The Gili of the Riyah Kaddish is in Tzvas, in the north, and somehow that Indian of the Torah of the north of Eretz Yisrael entering Yerushalayim that somehow is connected with this, with, with Rashash in particular, in being mashlim and completing the Indian of what the Rizal was about. <clears throat> okay, so so let's let's explain. 
let's explain a little bit what's going on over here. What, 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 what does this mean? So there's something, another, one final piece of the puzzle, and then, then I'll, I'll try to begin to explain. The style of the Rashash in terms of his learning was very unique. Very unique, very interesting. Like the Chidah brought down, what the Rashash did, again, on a very, very simple level for people like us, the, the way to think of it, the mashah that I usually give, is that what the Rambam did to Gemara is what the Rashash did to Kisferi. In other words, what did the Rambam do to Gemara? The Gemara is all over the place. And obviously everything is there, but first of all, I don't see halacha l'maysa in the Gemara, because it's machlegis and back and forth, contradictions, all over the place. So what the Rambam did is an amazing thing. The Rambam wrote an entire system of halacha l'maysa. And in the halacha l'maysa, woven in there, if you have good eyes and a good head, he also answered all the kashas that you could possibly have in the Gemara by way of clarifying it halacha l'maysa. That's what the Rambam did. That's how the Rashash did also, uh, you know, in the Kisferi. The Kisferi is also, it's an ocean. And what's the halacha lemaisa? What, la, what lemaisa am I supposed to be thinking about when I'm, when I'm making an ashayatz in the morning? What lemaisa should I be thinking about when I'm putting out the fill-in? What are the kavanas practically? There are results all over the place. There's, there's kavanas here and concepts here. It's, it's scattered all over. We have sedurim by Mekubalim that predated the Rashash. And the way they wrote it was not in a way of bringing together all the kisveri and answering all the kashas. Uh, piece by piece, piece by piece, the, whatever, you know, the, 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 we have a, a sir from Rav Asher and, and, and a sir from Yaakov Koppel and Rav Shapsi, all different svarim, all different sedurim we have from in Ashkenaz that were developed based on the kisveri. And they were like, okay, whatever the Rizal says by Baruch Shammar, at that place, just put it into a sitter. But it's not in a cohesive way. It's not, in a, it's not in a holistic way. What the Rashash did was that he was masader, all the kisvari, in, in a system, in a practical halachalamaisa system, and that system itself also answers all the possible kashas you could have. Which means that the Rashash's way was not to, I have a kasha, this is a steer to this, and here's the Eshleimer. It's not like a Taisvis, Vim Taimer, this Gemara says like this, this Gemara says like that, it's a stira, and here's the answer. The way the Rashash was, you have a million kashas, you're missing the big picture. You're missing the picture. Let's go back, and let's rethink the entire system, and let me represent to you what this system really is, and now in this represented system, your kashas will automatically go away. <coughs> There's something in the, in the rise of the Rashash that it does not recognize, it does not leave room, for kashas. It doesn't leave room even for kashas that are answered. You see, whenever you have a kasha and an answer and the kasha is answered, there's always there's always a you can always tell that there was a kasha there. You understand? It's like putting together a jacket from patches. You might be able to sew the pieces together, but you could still tell that it's a that it's a patchwork. You still that it's a patchwork. In the Rashash there's no there's no seams. There's no seams. He doesn't allow room for there to be any residue of there being anything that's not clear. Now, in order to figure out his system, it takes a lot of, it's a big avoid to understand the system. But once the system becomes clear to you, there's no residue of Akasha to begin with. Everything is answered automatically. And the way he did this is through just telling you what the halach is. Like the Rambam. Everything is laid out in front of you, halach l'maysa. And in there, somehow, is the answer to every kasha in a way that, the, that there's no even residual effect of, not, of, 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 of contradiction. Everything is absolutely crystal clear as if there wasn't a kasha to begin with. That's why even, you know, we have many svarm from the Rashash. One of the, we have, we have notes from the Rashash on Eitzchai. 
And the, the Kabbalah is that when, very often he says Tzarachin, right? Tzarachin. So as like, you know, guys in yeshiva, so when you see Tzarachin, what Tzarachin mean? Tzarachin means this is a kasha, there's no answer, go weiter. That's what Tzarachin means, right? In the Rosh Hashanah, it's not what Tzarachin means. And this is a big, it's, it, you know, you have to get used to it when you read it. Tzarachin means literally, look into it. Like investigate further, the answer is there, just look deeper into it. It's not a, Brick wall, that's it, Kasha, go weiter. No, no, Tzorachin. It needs investigation, and guess what? And if you investigate, what I just told you has the answer. The Rashash will, will, will say a point, and then he'll raise up an issue in these notes. Tzorachin. What does Tzorachin mean? Read what I wrote again, and you'll see how the Kasha doesn't start. Okay, so, so, so what, what's going on with you? Let's understand the premise of this. Because again, if we look at the Rashash in a way of pshat, in just, just simple, like, okay, he was a big Mokobal and he gave us a sitter of Kavanis and organized the Kisveri in this unbelievable Rambam style way where there's no kashas to begin with, it's a whole new system, and in that view, in that system, every kasha is answered, then we have no shaykhis. Then we have no shaykhis, because unless you know the system, unless you learn Kavanis, and what. So in order to appreciate what the Rashash is, we have to go not in the pshat of Rashash, in the side of Rashash, the side. Said Shabbat Okay, so now we'll, we'll go to Chabad a little bit. The Rebbe Rashab of Lubavitch, and there's a number of Amar where he, where he, he talks about this, this idea. There are two different ways, and it, it's, it's very posh, you'll see what I mean in a moment. There are two different ways how to go about understanding anything in the world. Any particular concept. We could be tired or non tired Anything. There's always two approaches. There's an approach which is called the way of Chachma, and there's an approach which is called the way of Bina. What's the difference? Very simple. The way of Bina is the following. I don't know what it is that I'm talking about. I don't really know. But I'm trying to feel my way around and piece together certain elements of this thing that I don't really have what I'm talking about. What's a good example of that? I don't know, the classic marshal is classic marshal like this. A uh, guy's uh, in a room, the lights are off. And he's trying to feel his way around to figure out like what's in front of him. Let's say there's a, a meal, it's a, the, the, you know, a plate of food in front of him, and he wants to eat. He doesn't know what it is, he doesn't know where it is, doesn't know where the fork is. And he's literally you know, feeling his way around the table until finally... You know, he, he's, you know, touching every little centimeter, you know, centimeter by centimeter until finally, after putting enough of those angles together, I'm pretty sure this is a fork. Can I be absolutely positive that this is a fork? Not really. Let's say I never saw a fork in my life. So even after feeling it together and sort of like imagining what this thing is, I kind of know what it is, and I could probably figure out what it's used for, but I don't really know what it is. There's a way of learning, of understanding something, which you never really know what the thing is. You can't really grasp what the thing is, but you see the residual effects of it. You see the, the, uh, the uh, ramifications of this thing, and I feel my way around to figure out how to navigate, how to deal with this thing. So I don't know what this thing is, but, I, I, but I, I'm pretty certain if I take it and I stab this piece of chicken, you know, it, it, it'll be able to work for me. But I don't, I don't know what this is. That's a way of Bina. And then there's another way, a way of Chachma. Chachma is, I know exactly what it is. I see it, the lights are on. This is it. I know exactly what this is. And then I go backwards. 
Now that I see what this is, now let me figure out how I use it. Let me figure out the applications of this object and the different ways how it could help my life and benefit my life, but I know what it is. There are two different ways, two different mindsets, two different levels of, of, of connecting to anything. I know what something is, and that's my starting point. That's my frame of reference through which everything else becomes, becomes clear. Or I don't know what this is, and I'm going backwards. I'm feeling my way around the room, and ultimately I'm trying to paint a picture in my head based on these different experiences of what it is that's going on in this room, but I don't really know. And even at the very end, it's still basically an estimate. It's a good guess. It's a good guess. But unless you saw it, Rhea, unless you see it with your own eyes, you can't be 100% certain, right? So even like in science, right? Certain things that scientists can, you know, again, not that I know much about this, but they could like, you know, have very, very strong proofs for certain, for certain things. But unless you see it, it's very hard to say with an absolute certainty that this is the absolute truth. There could be, you, you see certain effects, certain realities in, in the world, and based on your power of deduction and reasoning, and because of contradictions and ways to patch realities together, it, it, it's, it, you would be able to say, it must be X, Y, Z. But, but you don't see X, Y, Z. You're just proving that it must be there, because that would explain all the things that I do, that I do experience. But I don't, I don't see X, Y, Z. That's called Bina. Or, I see what it is that I'm talking about. I experience it. And from that vantage point, now I'm able to perceive all the, all the effects of it. The Rizal came to reveal Elokus in the world. The Rizal came to show Yidin, to show the Rabbani Shlalem, to show Kla Yisrael who their God is. In this expression, we have the Pasuk by Kriyas Yamsuf, right? Zek Kalev Anveyu. Let me ask you a kasha. What, the whole, in our parasha, there's a whole extra story which is unnecessary. Kriyas Yamsuf. The whole thing was unnecessary, right? We already had Pesach night. Para gave us permission to leave. We celebrated Pesach night. Everything was taken care of. So what's, what do you need Chris Yamsuf for? And we know that Taisvah says, Rishonim say, that the whole thing, we didn't end up even on the other side of the Yamsuf. We just went in a, in a, in a horseshoe, in a semicircle. Mm. Getting back to just a little bit different from where we started. What's the tachlis of Chris Yamsuf? The answer is, the entire inning of Yitzis Mitzrayim is what? Is that we should be able as Yidin, as Jewish people, the children of Avram Avinu, to be able to experience godliness. The difference between Pesach night and Kriyas Yamsev is the following. Bina versus Chachma. Pesach night, I, I know there's a God. How do you know there's a God? Do you know what God is? Do you know who God is? No. But I could talk a lot about Him. I could prove to you that He's there. You see what else? You see what we went through? The Makkas? You see what's going on now by, uh, by, by the neighbor Egyptians? Of course there's a Rabbani Shloylem. I, I know it 100%. How do I know? Because I had a kasha. This and that. And the answer must be God. I have a kasha. There's such a thing, nature says that this should be water. All of a sudden, this is blood. It's a kasha. It's a stira. There's a God in heaven. That's bina. That's bina. It's by way of contradiction. I experience certain things in the world. They contradict each other. And my answer is something that must be true, but I don't know what it is, and I'm going to call it God. That's Pesach night. That's step one. It's Kavaldik. That's step one. What is Kriyas Yamsev? Kriyas Yamsev is Zekeli Vanvehu. This is my God. And now, from the vantage point of Kriyas Yamsev, where the Rabbanu revealed himself, Kivyachal, where not the Jewish people just know intellectually and, and they could deduce that there's such a thing as God because of all the contradictions that are answered because of that fact. 
Kriyas Yamsuf means this is God. And now from that vantage point of absolute clarity and truth and, and experiential reality, now I can look back and say, and of course that's why the, blo- the, the war turned to blood. But there was never a kasha to begin with. In other words, you know, there, was a, there was a steer, right? There's nature and there's things that are going against nature. It must be that there's a God. But when that moment of Zekir and Raveo takes place, then already you realize what nature not the whole thing is elikus the whole thing is the whole thing is a joke so this is water this is blood there was never a kasha to begin with that's the difference between transitioning from bina to chachma where you're proving that there is a god and you're experiencing the residual effects of that god versus chachma means this is God Himself the Arizal came to reveal elikus in a in a very very strong way in pnimis to bring the world that much closer to Gula. But the Arizal began the process and the Rashash completes it. The, the Arizal revealed the Rabbana Shalom in a way of Bina. Light, light of the Rabbana Shalom, residual effect of the Rabbana Shalom, it's amazing, amazing, amazing. But the Arizal was not alive long enough to be able to bring to his Talmidim the experience of Zekeli Van Veyu. The Rashash finishes what the Arizal began. And the Rashash's Neshama is custom made from the beginning of time to be mashlim, that Indian of the Ariza, which is not just to teach Jews about the God that they've been serving all these years. And you should know that when you put on tefillin, it's an amazing thing. The Rashash Neshama is custom made to bring the Jewish people that experience of this is what tefillin are. Zekeil v'anveu. And memela, and memela, the residual effects and, and on all the inyanim are, are clear. This is why, now let me explain, the reason why the Rashash was Zaycha, to be the Neshama through which the Halachala Maisa of the Kisveri was brought to the world, is because as follows, this quality of being able to say, I, um, I, this is it, I fully, I'm fully typhusin, I fully grasp what it is that I'm learning about, that is the, that is the quality that a tzaddik needs to have in order to be Zaycha, to learn Torah, you know, in Chazal, there's such a, an amazing thing that you have to meet the Chacham Tzadikim Ga'inim, but there's a, tr- a certain schos that only some Tzadikim have that they're, that they're able to pass in Allah Lamaisa, and their words are accepted by Klai Yisrael There's been many Tzadikim that are Mamish Ga'inim, but there's something unique about the Mishnabur, right? And the Archa Shulchan, and the Chassam Seifer, and the Shulchan Aruch. There's certain Tzadikim that they have a school, they have a Kayach, they have a, a certain, a certain Siyad Deshmaya, where does that come from? Just stand there. What's different about the Torah of a tzaddik that's able to, that's been given the schus of clarifying halacha brura? Of this is the halacha without any shadow of a doubt. The answer is those tzaddikim that are given the ability to take the Torah that they're learning about and, and in the depths of their neshama to be able to say this is it. That quality of chachma, the neshamas that are, that are more inclined to the way of chachma, of being able in the depth of who they are, in the recesses of their neshama, to what this sugi is. They don't just know about the sugi. They're able to, t- they feel it. It's, it's mamish, a reality that they're experiencing in Zekeil van Veil. That quality of being able to grasp elikus, that the very root of the neshama of, of a Chavetz Chaim type of tzaddik, of, of Rabbi Yosef Kara type of tzaddik, a tzaddik who zaychet to learn Torah alib the hilchasa, in the very essence of those neshamas, those are neshamas that are able to be toifis elokus, the God 
the godliness that is that Gemara, that is that Halacha, that is that Torah that they're learning, the depth of their Neshama are able to actually grasp it. And when the Neshama in the very depth of, of, its, of its essence is able to grasp Elokos and point to it and say, that Neshama is able to take that experience in a spiritual sense and translate it in a palpable, in a practical way and telling Yidin, this is the Halacha. You see, we all have this, right? I mean, you know, let's say, you know, the guy's learning yeshiva or whatever it is, and let's say the guy's a really good guy in yeshiva, you know, and then they get married, and the wife is just like, like, is this spoon kosher? Like, I put it in the, it was, it was whatever it is, I used it for milk, because I put it in the par thing after 24 hours, and what's the guy's like, I, don't know, I can tell you, Rajva, like in Hulan, the bad, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know. You see, there's, there's a certain, why? Because... The Gemara says about Dovna Melech, Dovna Melech was Zaycha to be that Sadik. He wasn't necessarily the greatest Mafalpel. He didn't have the biggest Bilpulim in the world. He wasn't the biggest Lamdan. But he was Zaycha la Suke Shmaitzel with Halacha Kemaitzel with Makim. Whatever David Melch said, the Halacha was always like him. Why? How do the Gemara know that? Because the Gemara says, Hashem was with David. What does that mean? Halacha Kemaitzel with Makim. He was always able to get the Halacha Lamaitzel. What does that mean? What, is, what does Hashem Imai have to do with that? Havai Imai means that David Melech was an Ashama that was from the world of Chachma, which the depths of his Neshama, when he learned the Gemara, when he was, when he was davening, his Neshama was Typhus Elokos. His Neshama felt Elokos, experienced it, touched it, was able to say, this is godliness. And that translated all the way down from the highest level of David's Neshama, all the way down to his mouth, when he was able to look at it and say, this is the Halacha with absolute certainty. Absolute certainty. The neshama of all neshamas, that is the embodiment, that is the conduit through which this quality of chachma comes to the world, is the rashash. And because of that, the rashash was zaycha, that he gives us halacha brura, halacha lamaisa in elokos. You you know what that means? It means we're talking about (coughs) sogis of divinity, the kisveri, and the rashash gives you halacha lamaisa of that. Absolute clarity without any shadow of a doubt, this is the kavana. Not pulpula, maybe yes, maybe. See, when you're still in the world of bina, of there's a kasha, and here's an answer, and patchwork, then there's always a shadow of a doubt. There's always a tzarachian. There's always something. But to have that clarity of this is the halacha brura, this is how the kavanas have to be, without any shadow of a doubt, is coming because the very essence of nishmas rashash is what? Is this zekel vanveyu. Now, here's the amazing thing the rashash therefore has a partner in the shamas. The Rashash is a partner in Neshamas. This union of Zekhel and Vanveil, as we're explaining, therefore exists on two levels. There's Zekhel and Vanveil in terms of its root, that this is God, this is godliness, the ability to actually experience Elikus, not to talk about it, and not to prove it, and not to feel the residual effects. But this is Elikus, that's in, it, in, it, in its essence. And then taking that all the way down, that results in your ability of making Halachalamaisa. If I know who God is, that I know with absolute certainty this is what he wants of me. The Rashash, the Rashash is the, is the quality of this is the halacha. But there's another big tzaddik, a big neshama, that's also a partner with the Rashash in this way of chachma, but instead of, instead of, instead of, instead of giving us the halacha brura, he gives us the actual zekel and part. And that was the Baal Shem. What is chesidus? Chesidus is the ability to give us a way to actually experience God, to experience God, not to talk about Him, not to learn about Him, 
But through the Hiskashas of the Tzaddikim of Hasidus, Hasidus gives you the ability to, this is God himself. This is, by the way, also interesting why we find a very strong connection between the, the Talmud of Hashem and the Rashash. I'll give you an example both ways. I know it's, it's, I'm sorry it's late, but okay. The, the, you know, by the Sfardim, you should know, by the Sfardim, in the, in, by, by the Talmud of Rashash, it's Rashash or bust. Like when you speak to a, if you ever visit like a Sfardish in Mokobel, you know, and he's being, and he was, you know, he's talking to you, and you start talking to him about, uh, you know, the Svarim, and Sefer Machshava, and Ashkafa, and different things, and Bali Musar, and he's like, of course, it's beautiful, it's all, you know, there's many, many rivers to lead to the ocean, it's all, that's just, he's just being PC. <laughs> the truth is, any Svarish Mokobel, it's Rashash or Bust, except Taras Balsham. There's, there, I'll give you an example. The, the, the Balasada. The Balasada, Rechaim Shaldwek. The Balasada is one of the great, great Sfardish Mukubolim. Many, many of the, the you know, the, 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 the Mukubolim have even today traced themselves back to the Balasada. You know the Balasada? You know, um, Rosh Hazelik Margolius was a Talmud of his. In Eretz Yisrael, he said that by his Rebbe, the Balasada, after, by Tikkun Chatzois, after Tikkun Chatzois, every single night, he would say the Tzatul Kadin of the Naim Lamelech. And, and the Baal Asadi used to say, Baruch HaMakim Baruch Hu, that he gave us a, a, a Rebbe Reb Melech with a Tzatul Kadin. That's what the Baal Asadi used to say. By the, the Baal Asada, it's, it's interesting, the Baal Asada, in even a few places in Nisvarim, quote, the, the, by Svar, the only quote the Rashash, by the Svarim, we quote only Rashash. And the Baal Asada, in a few places, quotes the Kamarna. He quotes the commander of so much so that before you know it didn't work out because World War One broke out. But the the, the Balasada was in correspondence with the commander Einaklach in Europe that he wanted to reprint the commander Swarm that he should be able to be reprinted in a nice way. They were machshiv the tzaddikim of uh, of the Balshem very very much and the Balshem and the the, the to be machshiv the Rashash. I give you an example. You know, there's a there's a big debate amongst the Kubalim Pesach night. In Eretz Yisrael, there's only one seder, right? So, okay, you have the Seder, finished. And then the second night of Pesach, which is already not, not Yontif anymore, you start Sphere Saimer. Okay. The problem is, by the Mekubalim, there's a big Shiloh, what about in Chutzlar? So you have two Sdarm. And Sphere Saimer, the question is to do Sphere Saimer right away after Meirav, before the second Seder, or to wait till after the second Seder? So, if you learn the, the Arizal Kipshutai, which is how the, the Ashkenazim learned it, it would seem that the best way to do it is to say Sphere Saimer after the second Seder, not before. And a lot of Hasidim would go like that. And you know, by Hasidim, the Masur they have from their rabbis and their fathers is Mamish like Layav, or it could be Shlaik Halachim, it'll still be Shtark, right? That's it. By many Beit Sadiqim, by Big Hasidim, once they heard that the Rashash and Eretz Yisrael held, that even for B'nai Chutzlar, it's based on his Havon and the Kisveri, it's clear that the Sirius Aymer, even on the second night, should be done right after Mayrev. Many, many of the Hasidim changed their minig and said, okay, if that's what Rashash says, then, then not 100%. Even the Divri Chaim, who was like, Mamish, the Divri Chaim said that the Emes, he would also change his minig because uh, he also counted Sphira after, uh, after the second Seder, but once he heard the Rashash held not like that, he said, the Emes, I would change, but if, since I'm old already and I'm already stuck in my ways, I can't, I can't change. It's my avoy, I can't change. But the Emes, if I was young, I would change. Such a thing. So such a harocha, such a such a chashivas from the Sfardim to the Balshem and the Balshem to the Rashash in this in this way. Why? Because in this way, both Hasidus and the Rashash, the Balshem, the Rashash, they're both. Even though again, 
the Rashash is not considered to be a separate from the Yechidi Adaris. He's mashlim the Arizal in the language of the Arizal. Because the Rashash was still using the language of the Kisveri. But they're both coming to be, to, to be, to be bring this in into the world, which is not just about Elokos. Zekel Vanveyu. And Zekel Vanveyu exists on two levels. On a spiritual plane, where this is Elokos, and how that translates all the way down to be able to say, this is the Halacha. And the Rashash is, this is the Halacha part. And the Balshem is, this is the Elokos part. But they both complete each other. This is why I mentioned this maybe a couple Wednesday nights ago. We're giving a Shirin Chesidus that by the by the Chesidim, it's interesting. They were not as by by the by the by the Mukubalim, I mentioned this uh, last week. Whatever it is that the Everest of of Avodas Hashem is to daven with Kavanas. Daven with Kavanas is mamish the Everest, mamish the Everest. And by the Chesidim, it's not Dveikas, Islavas. That's greater than Kavanas. So bepashtas it means that they're they're you know uh, they're putting kavanas to the side. Why? Because they, they feel that they're obviously something more important, but they're neglecting and they're sort of sacrificing kavanas. But by appreciating that the Torah of Shem and the Rashash, they're both coming from the same meaning of Zekil Manveyu. And just the Rashash is the 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 Halacha Brura side of it, and the Balshem is the Elokus side of it. Then the, when the, the Baal Shem and his Chassidim are focused more on the experiential Elokos, that's the same Indian as the Kavanas. It's the same Indian of Chachma, it's the same Moichen, it's the same construct, it's the same experience of Chachma. It's a Chachmatic way of experiencing Elokos. So yeah, the Rashash is more of the, of the, of the Halacha Brura side of it, and the Baal Shem is more of the Elokos, the, the Shairish Hadvar. But it's all one Indian. This is, let's go back, this is what it means, maybe in our way, of what the Rashash is connected to be mashlin what Chizkiyo was missing, right? Chizkiyo HaMelech didn't sing Shira. What's the difference between saying words and Shira, right? Pesach night, there's a lot of words. Sipri Yitzis Mitzrayim, there's a mitzvah to talk a lot. Kalamar Sapras Reza Meshubach. But what's Chris Yamsuf? Az Yashir Mesh, a song. What's it between words, a speech, and a song? Speech, a speech is what? Even it could be many words and complicated and, 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 and amazing. Piece by piece by piece. You're stringing words along and you're putting something together. Patchwork. <coughs> Patchwork. But what's a song? A song is one in you. It's one entity. And in that absolute oneness, now words come and bring out the nuance of that one nigan. But it's a, an absolute oneness. What Chizkiyoh HaMelech, the king of Yushalayim. See, this is the Indian of the north of Eretz Yisrael versus Yerushalayim Yerakadosh. The north of Eretz Yisrael, the place of the Arizal, is the place of Tzvas. Tzvas means to be able to see, it means concepts, it means to be able to see God from a distance. Yerushalayim means Kalim. Yerushalayim means Zekele Vanveyu. Yerushalayim means Halach Lamaisa. Kimitzin Tetzetor Dvar Hashem Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim means taking the concepts of the Arizal, the light, and actually giving it a Kli and saying it fits seamlessly, without patchwork, without kajas and stupping things, without really, not really hopping. Yushalayim means that what you're talking about in Tzvas, this is it. It's now tangible. It's now real. It's now practical. It's now relatable. It's now, it's now, uh, it, it, it fits with who you are. It's not something, you don't have to force it. This is it. There's no conflict. There's no conflict. This is it. That's what Yushalayim means. Yushalayim means iris in Kalim. It means everything being Mesyashiv al halayv It means things settling in. Being able to say that I know who God is. I know who God is. I've met Him before. 
That's what Yushalayim means. The Rashash, the Nisham, the Rashash, what does the Rashash give us? For a big Makubal, he gives us the, the halacha brura of the Kisari, but on a much broader, in a side way, what the Rashash gives us, every single one of us is, the ability, everyone according to their own level, because there was an Hashem of the Rashash in the world, and because he partners with the Nisham of the Baal Shem, because of that, every single one of us, at some level, at some point in our lives, can say, I met God. I met God. Maybe I met him on a very good day. Maybe I met God on a very bad day. But at some point in your life, you met God. Not just about God, you met him. What gives you the, your neshama the ability to experience a lakus in that way of chachma? That started with the Arizal and it becomes completed with the Rashash. This is why, let's go back, when the Chidah said in Shema Gedarim that the greatest thing he could think of about the, Ariz, about the Rashash is what? That he kamat knew of Kisari Balpeh. You see, there's a difference. We, we know benching Balpeh. A lot of us know benching Balpeh. But if I put you in the middle of benching and I tell you now say it backwards, could you do it? No. It means you don't really know it. Once you get in a rhythm, you get in a rhythm. And by the way, what happens, as we all experience this, what happens in the middle of benching and someone next to you says benching a little bit loud and he's in a different spot? Or he's having a conversation and now I'm lost and I end up in Ashiyotza, right? <laughs> because I'm not, I don't know... Why? Because my knowledge of, of benching Balpeh is in a way of Bina. Patchwork. Piecing together things. And as long as I don't have a Rukvegar's kasha thrown in the middle, I'm fine. But as soon as I have a kasha from Rukvegar in the middle of my, my, my train of thought, the whole thing is lost. But that's all because you don't, re- you don't see benching in front of your face. When the Chidos said about the Rashash that he knows Kimat Kisvari Balpeh, Balpeh doesn't mean that he knows how to say it. Balpeh means that he knows the Kisveri, that he experienced the Kisveri. That's why you can't even say that he knew it. Kimat. Because to say about God that you know God, you have to always add in the word Kivyachal. Always add in the word Kivyachal. In Chabad Chasidis, uh, you know, every single p- time, Ravitch Meyer Morgenstern, I, I saw this from him, I can't say it, uh, he, he knows all, everything, so he's able to be made this. But in all Chabad Chasidis, whenever, whenever a rabbi Nasi talks about Atzmusay, the essence of God, it's always with Kivyachal. Whenever it talks about it, it's always with the word Kivyachal. Why? Because you can't ever say Mamish, you know God. But for all practical purposes, you met God. Kivyachal. Kimat hinu kisri That's what it means. And this is what it means when he says about the, the, about the, the Rashash that he was miyached yichudim after tikkun rochel and tikkun leyeh. What does rochel mean? Rochel means the north of Eretz Yisrael. That's the place of Yosef Atzadik. That's the territory of Malchus Yosef. And Yerushalayim is the Malchus of Leah. The Indian of the Rashash is to be Miyachid Yehudim, to bring Roch and Leah together. Means that to, to bring the light of the Arizal into the Kalim of Yerushalayim. To be able to say, Zek Kalim Vanvei on all levels. On the experiential level of Elokus through the Balshem, and the practical level of Halach Lamais and Kisveri in the Siddur Kavanis of the Rashash. So this is what's going on over here. Let's go back. So now we have the Free Dikarebbe. Okay, now, now let's, uh, is, most of it is done already, okay? It's just a few more minutes to be mashlam. The Friedrich Rebbe, in my mind, brings this Indian all the way, all the way down Lamat You know, it's an amazing thing. It is amazing. Again, like I said from the beginning, we're not, we can't talk about the tzaddikim. We're just trying to be the kasher ourselves to them. The Friedrich Rebbe did not, and one of his major inyanim that he brought to the world is that there's no place on planet Earth that should be seen as hostile territory to Elokos. Even the Soviet Union itself, 
which ain't like a hostile territory to Yiddishkeit more than the Soviet Union. And what did the Friedrich Rebbe say? Nah. They could only imprison your body, right? You can't imprison your soul. And the Friedrich Rebbe did not, he laughed at it. What did he say about the United States of America when everyone, everyone said, everyone said, you know, America's, the, 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 the stones are trafe, right? What did he say? America is Nitanderish. It's not any different. You became Tzaddikim in Europe, you can become Tzaddikim in America. There's no place that's, that there's any friction with Elokus. You understand? Elokus is Mesyashev Elalev. Godliness fits perfectly in this Kalim of planet Earth. Without any kashas, it's not, it's not there's the world, and there's God, and there's a Teretz. If there's a Teretz, then there's always a pat, there's always a, there's always a, there's always a seam. And if there's a seam, it can be ripped apart. The Friedrich Rebbe is the Bechino of the Rashash, which is, there's no kasha to begin with. All there is is Elikos. And this world is an absolute perfect cleave for it. Zekei of Anveyu. Eye, it doesn't seem like that, okay? That's because we don't have good eyes. But there's no place that's hostile to Elikos. There's no part of a year that's hostile to Elikos. Rav Kook talked about this. Rav Kook said that there's a difference between Taurus Eretz Yisrael and Taurus Chutzlarts in this way. Rav Kook said that Taurus Chutzlarts is a Yiddishkeit doesn't, doesn't feel natural in Chutzlarts. Eretz Yisrael, Yiddishkeit is natural. It fits. It settles in. It settles in. It's Mesiyashev. The light of Tzvas, which everyone, anyone that went to Tzvas, that's been in Tzvas, that had a discussion as to what Tzvas is, knows that you can't sleep there. Knows that it's it's a place of the moichin are too intense. It's well, was it Remender Rivnov? I think that we went to Eretz Yisrael. So he was in Tzfas. He was in Tzfas for like a night or two nights. He said, "I can't, I can't live in this place." And he moved to Tveria. He wanted to go to Tzfas because that the reason was he couldn't stay there because the moichin were too great. There's no kalim, and then Yushalayim, Yushalayim. That's where the, you take the moichin of Tzfas and it settles in Yushalayim through Yushalayim. Then all of a sudden, the moichin, what the reason is talking about, is mamish alachalamais. Avodah Hashem is Allah Very often we think of ourselves, and we think of ourselves as what? Is that, yeah. What Godless greatness, Avodah Hashem being a tzaddik, it's a nice idea. It's a tzvatik inyan. But it's not real in my life. I wish that I could somehow take a needle and thread and sew those two patches together. But it's not really the same thing. I could force it, maybe I could force it on a good day. Says the Rashash. And says the Friedrich Rebbe, America is Nidanderish. Elokus is Mesiyashev Elalev. You know why? Because you have within yourself the ability to experience it real. Why is it that a Jew could ever think, Ahavamina, for a second, that the Rabbana Shalom is not for you? You know why? Because you never met God. But if you ever met the Rabbana Shalom in a way of Zekel Manveyu, then of course you'd know that the Rabbana Shalom is for everyone. All there is is the Rabbana Shalom. So of course the Rabbana Shalom is Mesiyashev Elalev. Zekel Manveyu means until you, until you get to that place, that point of meeting God, then God is an idea, and as long as God is an idea, it's an idea that's in conflict with your life. But once you get to that place of Chachma, of Dos is Dos, this is Elokos, then all of a sudden the Malchus of your life, the practicality of your life, is built in a holy way. In parentheses, for those that are connected with the, with the Svarim, this is what it means that we see in the Kisveri, that Chachma is the foundation, the building block of Malchus. Malchus in a, Malchus was Malchus. Malchus is Yerushalayim. Malchus means what? Malchus means my life is absolutely a shidduch with, with Torah. That's what Malchus means. Malchus means that I'm able, like David Melch, is able to sit in Beis HaMikdash. Beis HaMikdash means the Rabbanishon, Beis HaMikdash means Shulchan Aruch. Beis HaMikdash means the ideal life. 
Beis HaMikdash means living a life of a tzaddik. And most people can stand in the Beis HaMikdash. But you can't sit in Beis HaMikdash. You can't make the Beis HaMikdash your home. There's only one person that's able to sit in Beis HaMikdash and say, the inn of Beis HaMikdash is Mesiyashiv life. It's mamish part of my life. It fits perfectly with humanity. It fits perfectly with who I am. And that's Dov Malka Mashiach. That's Malchus based David. This is the secret of the Rashash, the secret of Hashem, the secret of Rayats is that, that, one, that until you met God, then God is an idea that's in contradiction to who you think you are. But once you meet God and you have Chachmah, then your Malchus is built. Then your Malchus is built. And your ability to experience Elokus and to realize how Elokus is everything that you all know, everything that you've known in Elokus. Sizekel Maveu is a revelation in everything that you've ever experienced in your life, once you meet that God. That's the difference. If God is an idea, then it's out there and it doesn't fit. But when you meet God, then you realize that all that you've been experiencing was Zekel Manveu. And then it's Mamish perfect. It's a perfect shit with who you are. There's no patchwork. It's seamless. There's no kashas to begin with. This is the way the Rashash. This is what Yushalayim means. This is the Avoid of the Rayats. This is what the, this is what the, 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 the Rebbe, Zechusi Again Uleinu, was screaming about his whole life. The, 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 the last Lavish Rebbe, appreciate the, the, the shift that he, that he took. That, that the Goyim were no longer the enemies. You understand? They're no longer the enemies. They are now, they are people that we have to also bring godliness to. And talk to them. Appreciate the shift in that. In Europe, obviously the, the, the situation was different practically. Right? But the, the concept of being able to, to look at everything in the world as not a contradiction as something that Elokus is able to reside in seamlessly. That's a chiddish, that's a chachmetic way of thinking, that's, that's a git, it's a matonim and a shemayim. No one can, you can't, you can't, like I was talking about on Shabbos, you can't go and grab Zekel Maveil. You have to be zeichet to Zekel Maveil through iskashos with tzaddikim, through believing in it, and through quietly listening for it, and looking for it. That's, that's the secret of the Rashash. Hashem should bless each and every one of us. In the schos of the tzaddik yamas, in the schos of the heichid adoris, in the schos of all the rabbis and all the tzaddik, in the schos of every single one of us, we should be zaychet to be that generation. Like Chazal say, when Mashiach comes, what's going to happen? All the tzaddikim are going to be in a circle. Amichum tzaddikim, and we're going to point with a finger and say, Zehavai kivinuloi. Zehavai kivinuloi means that we'll all be zaychet to say that everything in our lives. Whether we realize it or not, there's already Ishbit's territory, everything in our lives, whether we experience it at the time as Elokus or not, always was Elokus. We should be zakat to be that generation, to be able to point to the finger with each and every one of us.